0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Revive Yourself podcast, here we go. So guys and girls welcome back to the show as always this episode is sponsored by www.reviveyourself.co my website where you can find so many articles about health and healing as well as other links to different podcast episodes the chronic fatigue solution the book I wrote a few years back which gives you the three big secrets to health and my newly released online course the total health revival course. Which, if I don't say so myself, is unlike anything else on the market. Whereas other courses in health just concentrate on one aspect of healing. This course gives you everything you need to know to create a healthy body and mind. Because it looks at you holistically. We don't just go into nutrition. We go into the mental, the emotional, the biological, the spiritual and the environmental as well. We give you eight easy-to-follow step-by-step modules that cover everything you need to know to overcome a chronic health issue or advanced disease or reach your optimal health. And we also go into self-sabotage and breaking down any other mental emotional barriers that are holding you back. It really is something that I'm so proud of bringing out because I know it's going to change people's lives for the better and not only is it going to get people healthy it's going to keep them healthy because everything we're teaching you in this course are things that they will stand the test of time and you can use for yourself your friends your family for years and years to come so you can find that at www.reviveyourself.co and clicking on the course option and also you have the option of working with me one-to-one um, with our coaching where not only we're we going to get you healthy but we're going to start building out your dream life and getting you to reach the full potential that you are here to create. Because remember, we're not just here to survive; we're here to thrive. Garrett Kramer, welcome to the Revive We podcast.
1: Thank you, buddy. All the way, all the way to London for this podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah, I wish. But no, we've nah. got a uh, little event coming up to tomorrow, and nothing on the Sunday.
1: Nothing Sunday, no, Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, Saturday.
0: And tomorrow you're diving into well a few of the topics we might be talking about today, right? And so, just off air a minute ago, I was asking, Garrett, what what do I actually call you? What is your title? And you looked at me, like. No. Uh, so I let you. I let yeah, you go. I
1: well, think I think it's I have trouble with labels in general. So if, right. if, if for, for anything that comes after I am, I think I start to trip, uh, no matter what we were talking about. But basically. Um, I write books, I give talks, and I um, I share an exploration with clients of the true self of consciousness. Mm. So I've been teaching that to athletes, performers, um, business people, organizations for uh, close to thirty years now.
0: I want to I want to get into that, and it's it's. Uh... Well, we, we met, well, not met, we come across each other on Twitter, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, that's how we, we first come across each other. And then I was like looking into your into work, and it was interesting in terms of, well, actually, one of the first things I'd say, just for everyone on the podcast, it was, it was very uh, refreshing to see some of your stature come out in the last couple of years and actually shine a light on what's been going on. So that's sort of how we bonded initially. Um, I know you've been through a few um, interesting situations of that in terms of professionally, et cetera, where that's meant that, um, yeah, lost some friends, maybe lost some business opportunities. But you said to me, the people that you're working with, even though you lost some of the teams you're working with, the actual clients sought you out because they still wanted to work with you and what you were giving them. And one of the, when I looked at your your website, um, you said you mentioned the books, which we'll get into, but you, you've got, um, a quote on your website which is it says only a journey inward toward true nature or consciousness will halt the activity of ego and bring what you've longed for all your life which is peace freedom happiness and
1: love bring that down for us well I think from a young age we're taught to seek seek our identity seek purpose seek um well-being, popularity, we're we're taught to seek those things in the outer world, so to speak, the material world or the object-based world. And seeking, I would define suffering as seeking in that world. So, we're, we're, we're almost programmed to suffer. So, what I'm saying in that brief quote is, only a journey inward or in the other direction from seeking in the material world. We could start out by saying, seeking to know who you truly are. Seeking self, seeking source, seeking consciousness, God will bring you what you truly desire. So we're we're taught to satisfy desire in the objects of the world. You you can be happy when. You can be happy when you have this great relationship. Mm. You can be happy when you make a certain amount of money. You can be happy having X amount of uh, social media followers. You can be happy um, when you even take a walk in nature something so basic as that and again seeking happiness or anything in the object-based world in the objects of the world I contend that that activity that seeking is the, is the source of suffering and we can get into why that would be mm-hmm. but I'm suggesting we need to pivot away from the seeking in the world of objects and rather seek the Self, capital S, seek God.
0: So Self, capital S, Hmm. just for people out there, what what does that mean?
1: Well, the True Self, capital S, would be who we truly are. So from this young age, we are programmed to be the body, to be a separate entity in truth, I am suggesting that that is not who we are. So because we are programmed to be that separate entity, Mm -hmm. that separate entity by its very nature, as we've all been programmed to be, limited, lacking, temporary, will then, to cure that sense of limitation and lack, will then seek in the objects I mentioned before.
0: To feel enough.
1: To become whole. Become whole. To become whole, not lack not die, yeah. or, or not die yet, mm-hmm. <laughs> live as long as you can. I am suggesting that the true self, true self is not limited, is not lacking, is not temporary. In fact, it's infinite and eternal. So once, you, once you realize that on the journey inward, there will become less and less of a need to seek in those objects. So there will be less and less suffering mm-hmm. as a result.
0: It's an interesting one because you see celebrities, athletes, actors, you know, they get fame, they get fortune and it's not enough or it's not enough drugs, there's not enough women, there's not enough money and sometimes it ends in tragedy. Sometimes you get people like Jim Carrey who have awakened it seems mm-hmm. to go through this and so it's a really interesting conversation when you say that. Um, and, and before this we've actually just had a beautiful conversation for a couple of hours Downstairs, we talking about different things, and we were talking about this. And I and I said, "It's interesting when you go on into this journey, and you know you're trying to grow." And you said, "That's not other way. That's the other way. The other way, right?" And so, because I mean, we talk about doing the work. There's lots of, and it's it's hard when you start to see. It's hard. It's challenging when you. Try to you're trying to better yourself. You're trying not to have maybe the afflictions for you know fame, fortune, for riches, whatever it is. Or you still have them as goals, but not have them as like gods, if that makes sense. People mm-hmm, makes sense. And so when you say well, we're actually trying to grow, we're trying
1: to go the other way, involve you know, like, or devolve,
0: devolve. Yeah. And so how does that look for people dev- devolving?
1: Well, it. The process of self-exploration could be simply uh, defined or partly defined as examining your beliefs and your your belief systems. Mm -hmm. Asking yourself, do I know for certain that this is true? And then if it's not true, if you do not know for for certain that it's true, and it's, and it's still a belief that you live by or partly live by, I suggest you toss it. <laughs> if it's not true, it's not serving you. So, um, and, and, and we, we, so we, we, we want to look at our lives and, and really examine these beliefs. Um, and one by one, even shed them, quite frankly. That's the journey inward. So that's what it looks like. That's, that's what it looks like. And you're right. There's many people um, who we've seen, and probably you and me also to a certain yeah, yeah. degree, have, have sought in objects um, only to become frustrated, only to um, um, want more, um, become obsessive, compulsive, um, drive ourselves crazy. Um, because of the way that the world's set up, I mean,
0: everything's pushed towards, you know, fame, fortune, active celebrities, almost seen as demigods, and so everyone's like trying to get that. Right,
1: well well, a weird thing happens, Ryan, see if, see if you, this makes sense to you, and see if anything I say makes sense, if it doesn't, you should shed that also, by the way, you should just not even bother, and that goes for the audience also. No one should believe the things I'm saying. You should examine this conversation for yourself also. But it's it's interesting that we could uh, attain a goal, you talked about goals, attain a goal, whatever that goal would be. And a good feeling can arise. So it will look like, it will look like, when we have sought and then accomplished the materialistic aim, that that is giving rise to the good feeling, okay? But I'm going to suggest now that that's an illusion, that's not what's happening. But because we are think that that's what's happening, and we're taught that that's what's happening, it's almost logical from that perspective to continue to seek. So what you're
0: saying is that we think that we've got the goal, we get there, achieve it, and the feeling that we get of like joy is from achieving, is from the,
1: achieving the goal. The goal. Right. Th- that's what we we are taught, and that's how we, we see it, okay. and it looks that way. Yep. I'm going to suggest that's not what's happening, what's okay. happening is we go after the goal, we accomplish the goal, we stop seeking the goal Mm -hmm. or stop seeking in the moment, Mm -hmm. thus we find peace. We do not find peace though because of the goal, we find peace because we stop seeking. We can only find peace, a feeling of relief even, joy as you said when seeking ceases. But it will look like it's because the goal. No, we have, we have seeking has come to a, a, a halt, we're home. It's not the goal. This is the state
0: that we're in when we get there.
1: No, it's, it's actually, It's not even a state, it's better than a state. State would be an object we would seek. It's actually the minute we stop seeking, we return back to source, back home, we're home. So, Pete Cronin, I mentioned before, the mind architect,
0: says the true happiness is
1: not having to search for happiness. So, similar to what you're saying here. Yes, yes. Uh, True happiness is the nature of your your very being, happiness. Mm -hmm. Peace, love, happiness, yeah. and that will be experienced when you return home. When you stop seeking, right. the true self cannot seek. <laughs> what would it seek? It is whole. It is infinite. It is eternal. It encompasses all things. It has. It does not seek. It is not capable of seeking. When we, when seeking terminates, we're back in the true self. We're back home. The veil has been lifted. And again, it will look like it's, it's the goal. It will look like it's the therapist. It will look like it's your, the, the partner, your wife, your boyfriend, your girlfriend. It will look like it has something to do with um, having a nice conversation either. No, we're not seeking. We're home. It's not the object. It is the cessation of seeking. And this is essential because it is a, it's a mind trick that it is the object. It is in that mind trick and falling for it is the source of suffering and also addiction.
0: So, <laughs> interesting. So, I'd say, well, how do we get to that point? But, you know, because you're, you're dealing with actors, celebrities, sportsmen, mm-hmm. these people come to you What's, what's the main reasons they come to you like, what they- Well they, you
1: know, it's a great question because they come to me they come to me for the reason that I don't want them to come to me right. so they will, they will come to me uh, a golfer, a, a, a tour player will come to me and say, "I, I want to win a major next year." Right. I can't help you with that." Um, a couple will say, "I want to have a better marriage. I, I can't help you with that. Um, you know I want a, a businessman I, I want to I make more money." Can't, can't help you with that. I want to be a bigger, better parent. It sounds like a very nice thing. It's like a nice marriage. It's all good, but I still can't help you with that. What I can help you with, what I will, what I will do with you is we will journey inward to the knowing of self and let the chips fall where they fall. Not for the purpose of any of those materialistic aims. No, no, that would be. Uh, That would be a a total fraud. (laughs) That's that's using spirit for personal purposes. It's not logical. The ego wants to do it, but it's not logical. So, yes, uh, someone could could ring me up for whatever reason, whatever materialistic reason, object-based reason, but that's not what I do. Now, people think that that's what I do because um, some of the, you know, Let's say athletes have, have won things, but that's that's never been the objective, never. Um, and that's a consequence of the work they've done. Is I, it, a, I, it, a, I, it
0: a side consequence. Yeah,
1: it, it's a consequence, I suppose. But it's it's not even. I don't even consider. Like I had a I had a, a, a very well known golfer uh, and uh, once uh, re- reached out to me because he wanted to start playing better again. He had won a major and wanted to start playing better again and. Um, uh, a couple of years later, he went into broadcasting, and now he's lead analyst for CBS in America. So, you know, that was a, I, 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 he didn't come, his initial thing was wanting to yeah. win again. Yeah. But life took this this uh, this oh. interesting turn that we didn't see coming, and he's, he's fantastic at it, and he's, he's doing great, and he loves it, so who knows. But again, that's, that's not even the point. If that didn't happen, if if good golf didn't happen again, if the journey inward is the focus, is the focus, we will we will find satisfaction. We cannot find satisfaction in the in the dog chase tail materialistic quest. It's always it's not something there. else to chase. And we're not even chasing what we what we what we should be chasing it's not a great word there. Every desire, anytime you desire something, it's it's a It's a trick of the mind. You're actually desiring to know the self, to know who you are. There's there's only one desire. All these materialistic desires are taught, are learned. The only desire, only desire, is to know who you truly are. That is the purpose. That is why you're here. And so, you know, when
0: you look at materialistic things like the car or clothes or a house, there's we just said to know who you are, which I really want to get into. But is there also not a feeling of, like, when I get that, you know, I'm going to feel enough or be perceived as enough by the outside world. And so hmm. it makes you feel like, oh, you know, I've, I've arrived or I'm someone now.
1: Well, it doesn't, it doesn't make you feel like that, but you can, people fake it pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Because, the, they, again, it's, it's no one's fault. We are, our culture teaches us. That in those objects you will find worth. Yeah, it it teaches us that. It teaches us to find our identity in in in, in labels. It yeah. teaches us to find who we are and who we are not and can never be. It's mm-hmm. it's insane, quite frankly, and it is responsible for one hundred percent of the of the torment and the, also the ultimate conflict that goes on in the world, because a tor- tormented society will be a society in conflict. We're, we're, seeking, we're, seeking, we're seeking to know ourselves in an illusion. The material world, we can get into that also, but it, and it, obviously you can't find yourself in an illusion.
0: So that's an interesting, sort the material world and an illusion. I, yeah, I, I'm going to carry on because I was going to say, how did you get into this? Because this is an interesting co- topic as well. Um, mm-hmm. So we can, where should we go? Should we go to the material world?
1: Whatever you want.
0: Because we, 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 while, while we're here, we might as well talk that's about it. That's more interesting than yeah, how I got into yeah. it. Well, it's just because it's an, an interesting, like, because this topic, it's, there's not many people that go, you know, meet many people like yourself, you know, diving into this. And helping people get there because there's so as you said, the world is set up for us to consume, for us to see value in external things, for us to try and be and achieve and mm-hmm. people generally they you know, they've got the ladder going up the building. When they get to the top they realise that it's been at the top of the wrong the wrong building, you know. Um, or when
1: they get close to their, their apparent death, they realise oh. So I'm suggesting we don't have to wait that long. So we can, we can do it. We can, we can wake up or realize what's up now.
0: So when, well, just, just for that, because we're getting to the material world. When did this, like, when was this like a a trigger to you? When did you start to, to really go, I was,
1: I was a good athlete. Um, I was a hockey player and then I became a good amateur golfer. And I, I, um, in my, my, um, college hockey career, um, our coaching staff or the athletic department would bring in sports psychologists and 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 people like that, and they would come talk to the team and uh, then I did this I, I was recommended to do the same thing with some famous sports psychologists when I was thinking about playing golf for a living and something about about their teaching didn't never add it up to me i 'm not saying it 's bad or good and, and, and uh, right or wrong just it Something about the idea of trying to find mental clarity in order to excel on the ice or on the course or on the field or whatever—a pitch—didn't didn't do it for me. Um, I remember I remember two incidences that that kind of pushed me to the career, not quite the consciousness-only model part of my career, but the idea of not playing sport for a living and. Talking to people about this or writing about this. One of them, when I was a sophomore in college, I think, and um, this, uh, I think he was a sports psychologist or some motivational guy, I, I, I can't remember exactly. Um, and he was talking about happiness, and he insisted that we could choose to be happy. And I'm listening and I'm saying, I just, don't think that that's right so I'm listening more I'm listening more. I'm getting like I'm trying to figure this out behind the scenes in my head and finally I I, uh, I raised my hand I said, I have a question what's the question okay I said you're, you're saying that we can control or our happiness or choose to be happy oh absolutely 100% that's your gift that you're born with that gift I'm like well okay I have a question for you then. Um, Are you always happy? And he goes, oh, no, no, of course not. No one's always happy. I said, wait, 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 wait. I said, wait, "Wait, it gets better. I said, wait, do you want to be? Oh, yes, everyone wants to be. I said, wait. And everyone starts to laugh. I, I went to a decent school. You guys were smart, my teammates. And they start to laugh. But the poor guy in the front of the room didn't catch on to what everyone else realized. Like, he just said we could choose to be happy. He's not happy all the time. He wants to be happy all the time. Obviously, if he could choose to be happy, he'd be happy. happy. And I'm like, that's just, isn't this so? What? It's so obvious. Like, and, and then everybody's coming up to me. Like, I remember we had a practice and we're skating. He goes, "Everybody's coming up to me. Gee, man, like that was great." I'm like, "I, I don't. I'm not the smartest guy in this room here. I don't. This is so obvious to me. How yeah. do? Wh- what are we talking about? Like, and I'm sure you know. I mean, that kind of paradigm is parroted all over the world. Social media perform. I mean, cho- you can choose to be. And, it, it, and if we had the power to do that. We would be happy. We would be positive. We wouldn't make mistakes. But, but we want to blame people for the mistakes. Well, I always say to coaches, well, wait a second. Did he try to make the mistake? Ah, uh, yeah. No. Well, what are you blaming him for? Yeah. No, I'm not saying we can't criticize the mistake and, and talk about it and clean it up, whatever you think is right, but blame obviously the, the, the player didn't try to make the mistake. so yeah. why are you blaming him yeah, no it's not logical out. Yeah, no it's not, out to it's not it. logical no. right? so that was the first one the second one was, I, I was when I was thinking about playing golf and everyone was recommending me Yeah, you have a great game you're doing, doing so well but you've got you to go to the mental game you've got to improve your mental game okay. yeah. I went down and saw this sports psychologist I'm not going to mention his name he's famous he's actually still pretty prevalent was, this is when I was 27 mm-hmm. years old I'm 61 now He's still kicking, and um, I I, uh, <laughs> I promised my fiancé at the time, who's now my wife, uh, all these years, and I said, uh, I'm going to go, but like, I-, I don't know if I'm going to make it, I don't know if I'm going to stay over, because I was supposed to spend two days with him in this Tyson, Virginia. So you were
0: 27, he was 61?
1: No, no. I'm 61 now. Sorry, sorry. So I'm now. I was 27, right. and he's still working. So oh, right, I, I don't know how old he could possibly. He's still right, quite right. must be, like he probably was like 50 then. So right, wait, right. that's that makes it's him 80s, right? Right. So it's he's still working, but and he's a super nice guy, and he's worked with some really, really great players. So hey, I, whatever. But so anyway, I remember saying to Liz, I said, uh, I don't know. But, well, come on, you got to go. You don't know. Just be patient. Don't be don't be your wise ass self. Just listen. Okay so i listened i'm not i'm not liking it all same more of the same stuff and uh, finally i said to him at the end of the um, morning session i said can i can i ask you a question um is the point of me being here so you can help me clear my head so i could play better golf that's exactly the point i said well in all due respect why are you giving me so much to think about then I'm like, it doesn't, he's given me all this th- stuff oh, to that? think about. And I was complicated in doing this strategy and this breathing and this routine and this uh, belief. And I was like, well, I was like my head's spinning. I was the opposite of clear. And he didn't really have an answer. I don't remember it. And I remember calling Liz at the break and saying, I'm, I'm out of here. This is no way. I'm staying. And she said, why don't you just stay for the rest of the day? And if you really have to come home, come home. So that's what I did. I I stayed the rest of the day, and I wrote the guy a check for money I didn't have, I'm sure, and I bolted back to New Jersey. And on the way back from New Jersey, it really occurred to me, like, shit, maybe I know something. Like, maybe I know some stuff about this, even though I didn't really have any training in it. And maybe I could help people. Maybe I could... So maybe this is what I'm destined to do. And truly, no lie, in that car ride back inner sports my company was created i didn't name it inner sports yet i yeah. hadn't come up with the name yet but it, i was i was my whole life shifted in that car ride home do you think there's a lot of
0: people that have the same reaction that you did to the work that these gentlemen were doing but because they just think it's what needs to be done they carry on going on along with it. Is in
1: I'm positive. Yeah, and they're just you, like, well, this is, really the way that,
0: this is what people do, so just I'm do it and they, and they keep on doing it because they think that's the why even though, because we were talking about this off camera, you were saying about how you are gonna start your talk tomorrow about you know, the juniors, the yes. young people. Um, yeah. And you were saying, you know, have you ever just felt like something's not right? And I said, I think there's a lot of people in our sort of world, um, people that do things differently in our know, alternative world, mm-hmm in the health world as well, that always had that, why are we doing it this way, or well, because we do? But why? It doesn't make sense. And it's like, thank God for the people that stand up and say that. Because otherwise, you just keep on doing the same thing. And so, I, I know from my own personal experience in sports and in my, what I do, and I, and um, you know, it takes a strong person to go, what the hell is we doing here, because this doesn't make sense. Or 'Cause so many people you've probably seen the experiments, right, where they've done experiments yeah. where people will walk into the room, sit down, a buzzer will go off, and they'll get up and sit down, and people are looking around going, What's going on here? Next and being the... in the room five minutes, they're getting up and down as well because yeah. the rest of the room does it. So. I
1: had something on the plane. On the plane coming here last night. They wanted to take your picture right. to to match up with your passport at when before you got on the runway the jetway. Oh, yeah. And I, I, and I saw this happening. So there's, this, there's two agents. So before I got there, I, I went over to the agent. And I said, I have a question. Do I have to do that? Yeah. And she goes, no, it's optional. Now, if she had told me I have to do it, I don't know what would have happened, because there was, we wouldn't be here, because I would not have done it. But she said it was optional. And, I'm, and, then, and then, because I asked the question, she then announced that it was optional. Oh, the people popped it out. Now, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I guess I was in the, you know, I, I don't know what after, happened after me, but I did, I was the only one, probably of the first 30 people that got on that plane that did not have their picture taken. And she even said, now the first, def- definitely. it wasn't a consideration before she announced it was optional, but Still, people were allowing. Their, now, now I'm not I'm not blaming them for doing that. But the, but the point I'm making is like, yeah, you don't have. It seemed it seemed weird to me, and I've never seen that before. So I'm not really people down with go that. just along because everyone else is doing it. Yeah. I so I think it. I think it's a really good point that you make, right? In that in that. We 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 kind of have this inkling about many things. I, I mean, we. I mean, everyone. Yeah, yeah. We have this inkling.
0: Doesn't feel right. You're like, what's this about?
1: And yeah. we and rather than rather than go towards the inkling, or listen to the inkling, or explore the inkling, we go to our conditioning or what we're told to do, and that is a serious issue. That is a serious issue because the inkling is is the... Um, intuition? Well, intuition is fine, but yes, it's intuition, definitely. Um, your e- everyday voice is the veil. This is the voice to listen to, not the everyday voice. <laughs> not, the back-in-your-head voice is the voice to pay attention to. The everyday voice is the life voice, the materialistic world voice. The This, the condition of programming. This, this, inkling, we are programmed Oh, that's too weird that's too out there they're going to be really woo woo and hey i bought into that as a as a young this this stuff we're talking about um, was very prevalent in my life even as a school kid 10 years old i mean it it was there but but um it wasn't cool enough you know i wanted to be an athlete i wanted the girls i wanted to be popular and i pushed this pushed this away for the most part, if, if you talk to my friends uh, my, from our upbringing, my, my young, my high school friends, even, even my middle school friends, they still will tell stories where I would like the, ha- the happiness comment. and like, I, I tended to be doing those kind of things, which I don't really remember myself doing a lot of that, but it seems to me that that's something that I did or I was always a little bit of a contrarian in their minds.
0: Did you, did you have um, an issue with authority or... Or authority
1: that maybe you yeah. didn't perceive
0: as no, like
1: no, I had a total issue with it. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't have an issue with someone coaching me yeah. or teaching me. I had an issue with someone with my way or the highway. Um, I, it, it, it's not like I, um, you know, I rebelled against this, but I it clearly was at least at that point. But it, it clearly was um, there was something very off about this uh, paradigm. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it just, it, it went against every fiber um, of, my, of my being. Um, and, I think a lot of us have got that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think, I, I actually think we all have it, and I think if, in, you know, um, when I was saying I can't help you with that before, what I can help you uh, do, and uh, I, we can explore the nature of self, and when you come to discover who you are at your core then um, the idea of someone uh, dictating your life becomes an impossibility it, it's, not, it's not even a thing it's, it's not happening um, because the, 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 the true self um, would. would the, the true self is infinite and eternal in its own right it has no need to um, bow down it, it would never um, acquiesce it would never um, it's not needy it's complete it, it doesn't it's not uh, insecure it's not nervous it's not it's free um, so you, you made a comment about five minutes ago where it says you know it took it took, takes a strong person I think that that's an appearance more than a truth i think i think that it's um, it takes that you go on a bit. It takes when everyone else is
0: not saying anything. Just stick your hand up, put your head above the parapet, and say, "Well, what's going on here?" It gives. First of all, I think it takes courage, just because you know it's easy to be extra right from the herd and the way our brain works. And then once people see you step out and be like, no, this is, this is not right, it right. gives other people courage to right. do it as well. And so it's like, and that's why everything's set up in terms of that sheep mentality to herd us into a way.
1: Right, but, but the, it's, it's set up to, to herd us away from who we truly are. Mm-hmm. So, so, so the purpose of life is to discover who we truly are. The so-called purpose of the materialists is to keep you Away from who you truly are, because if you, if you do not know your infinite, and eternal nature, you are an easy mark. You will uh, take drugs, you, uh, pharmaceutical drugs. You will take vaccines. You will. Uh, you you are incomplete. You're not whole, and they, and they're, and they're programming us to be whole. So so knowing 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 who you are, um, and, and you don't want to know who you are to beat them. That's not that's not what I'm saying you explore the nature of self and you stand alone in the self and you're willing to do that without much effort. Without much effort. Like we, we were talking before about how when the health stuff broke, um, it was automatic that we... we I, 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 no, no. Um, and that wasn't a decision. <laughs> that wasn't... Well, it was a decision, but I didn't choose it. That's, I, it was a choice, but I didn't choose it. Let's put it like that.
0: Yeah, I was just, yeah, I was saying like, obviously I was been in the health world for a while and gaining followers, etc. but you're obviously established and you've been doing what you're doing for 25 years. And so for someone like yourself to come out and say, no, take a stand and just speak what you knew to be true, you know, I think it does, does take courage. And and as you said, there was no other option for you. And I completely understand because it's the same for me. There was no other option. And it's like, when the whole world was thinking I was crazy, I was saying, no, this is not right. This ain't. Then this has been coming a long time. Same for you, because there was no other option. But you can see other people who know the truth, who didn't say certain things, who refuse to go after certain things because they might lose a contract or, you know, their company might lose followers or whatever it is. There's loads of those people out there in the health world that wouldn't come out and say certain things.
1: In the spiritual world too.
0: Yeah, spiritual. And so, you know, or even the ones that were, were promoting the stuff. I said I put a post up. Um, a little while ago, maybe a year or so ago I said, if you're following anyone in the natural health world who when the, th- the thing happened, like the pandemic happened, um, literally threw out everything they believed and went and took, so you should probably stop following them because they don't believe in what they're teaching you. They're just literally, you know, selling you whatever until and they've got no inner belief.
1: Um, I think it's important, Rai, that, that, we, that that while we, I think it's fair to criticize that. I think it's, it is important for us, though, not to get into a position of blame. Yeah. Now, we, we, we can criticize, and because of what we're taught, that will be perceived as blame, although they're, they're night and day. They're not yeah. even close to the same thing. But because but, but, I think criticism is very fair and very necessary. I, I, would, I would hope that people feel open to criticize me because I, 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 it's necessary that they do. Blame goes back to what we were talking about, mistakes. No one's trying yeah. to mess up. But I think that, so I think it's important for us to, to recognize that, it's, that we don't want to, uh, it's it, disappointing and um, emotional even uh, for me, especially when I saw some spiritual teachers who had, I had, had learned from and respect. Um, Banning unvacc- uh, unvaccinated people from right. their v- events. I, I, I still can't even talk about it without saying, I can't believe uh, It's so not possible to me, but it happened. And um, I actually had an incident. I, I had to, uh, uh, I put a second edition out of this new book that I wrote, and I, I, I have two uh, spiritual teachers mentioned in this book who I respect, and they both did that. And I really wrestled with taking them out of the book. Mm-hmm. It, I really wrestled with it, God. and I let it. I let it sit. I let it sit until I could an answer could come to me, and it actually did. And it, it the answer was leave, leave them leave in, which I'm very glad I did. Which is funny because um, i still can't believe what they did, but I'm glad that I left them in because they because they have done a lot of good in this world yet. This is, a, in my opinion, and it's, in my opinion, is, is, is a major miss. It's,
0: what I'm it's saying, like, in terms of blame, it's cr- criticism in terms of if someone's been selling you this for however long and then something comes up that... It's easy to go along with what you're saying when everything's rosy, but when stuff hits the fan or when your actual beliefs are challenged, that's when what, really, what you really believe comes out. You see what I'm saying? So it's easy to go on oh, natural health and having, you know, the right foods and sunshine and doing grounding and, you know, detoxification, all these things that we do. But then when, you know, the world's being attacked by a quote unquote virus, they they lose they lose all they lose it all and they get, and they go and take the, yeah. the latest pharmaceutical from that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying like I don't I don't um
1: not blame I them you. or
0: whatever. I'm just saying like when you're following certain people, or when you're listening to certain people, you know the people that are authentic, the people that stand up for what they believe in. They're the people that, you know, they truly are coming from a place of like they. I,
1: I, w- I would say that, that, that they have a, a, a an understanding, even though they may yeah. not articulate that understanding yeah. of the true self, yeah. of of who they truly are. I would say at their core, they understand that that that. Um, again at their core, they are untouchable. They are resilient. They are the, the world out there, no matter what happens out there so to speak, cannot dent them, cannot harm them. They are gonna be whole. So they have an understanding of their true nature, of their infinite Is that, natural mean, or, nature authentic?
0: Because I heard Gary, It's authentic. Yeah. That's
1: authenticity. You will see very authentic people, people who sometimes will seem like they'll just say things or don't give a shit, so to speak. They they, if if you if you if you grill it down and down and down, they have an understanding at their core. You I am not. I am not this limited and lacking, yeah. separate entity. In truth, I am infinite and eternal consciousness. They have a knowing of that. Thus, I'm authentic. Why I have no? Why would I not be? Like it's just automatic. So I think that the, you, you'll see this in sport. You'll see this in uh, in uh, in. Uh, Arts, um, very evident. You, they're generally graceful um, um, and they look like they're courageous, but in, in fact, it's the knowing. It's just, yeah. It's the knowing of who they truly are that then uh, just gives rise to these, uh, these ballsy uh, behaviors.
0: Okay. Yeah, I, I, mean, I see, um, I think it was Gary Breaker talking the other day. He said the only frequency more powerful than love is. Authenticity—it's like 400 times more powerful than love, in terms of the frequency that it brings out. And I well, I
1: would say love—I would say love is sorry. I would say love is—I would say love is—is is another word for consciousness okay. or God's infinite being, and courage is a offshoot okay. of knowing that that's who we are. Yeah. It'll be—it will be a It will be, na- be an offshoot of that. So those people tend to act courageously, not stupidly, not recklessly, no, no, no. just. Authent- uh, authentically sorry uh, they, they tend to be very authentic because why that's the true self
0: well the thing is it's like when that sort of stuff comes up it's not ego but people say oh you're doing it for a te-. It's like you don't understand when you come out and you go against everything the mainstream is saying you're gonna look it's like you're not doing it for um you know your ego to try and get out there it's like i'm doing it because it hurts my soul to not say this so, to know something it's like i haven't got a choice it's probably why god put me here you know, is in to say this because I even, I even had when it first came out, one of my best friends, one well, of my best mate, who said like you're, you're crazy. and Then three weeks later, he was like, "All oh, right, I can't believe I said that. Like you were right." Mm, it great. wasn't even that's about a good being, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you know, a good friend. Oh, he's a top friend. He's like the best. Um, but it wasn't even about the being right. It was like tone. I had no other option. Like right. I, it was like, and so, and because it's like what would you gain? What Getting, getting ostracised from your friendship group, like losing loads of followers. It's like you're not gaining anything from this, even though people say. It. So that's why. when You're saying it's like I suppose it's the, the courage thing or standing in truth for what you know to be be right and having that in you. It's just yeah, being able to, to 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 say it, which a lot of people maybe they 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 don't have that conviction to do, and so it was interesting when we're talking, we were talking before about this, but I'd like to explore how then you took where, so you're on that car ride back, you say inner, inner sport was born, <laughs> It was right? Inner sport was born. How then you went from there to, to working with people and the journey of going inward and because I'd like to even explore, you know, how does someone do that?
1: Okay. So, um Around that time, uh, Liz was reading a book, which I think you'll be familiar with, although it was a while ago, was called Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, written by Dr. Richard Carlson. And I, I'm not, I do not like self-help books to this day. I, obviously, I don't. <laughs> so, but I don't know, for some reason, I, I maybe a couple weeks after I got home and all this was percolating, I picked up this book. And there was something in Richard's words, and it wasn't the don't sweat the small stuff part of it. There was just something he was saying about the nature of our our experience that really struck me. And um, like you said before about tracking down phone numbers, I tracked down Richard's phone number. No emails. I don't have a computer in those days. And somehow I get Richard's number, Walnut Creek, California.
0: So funny. That's where I'm going in two days. Really? Yeah, yeah. On Tuesday, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow.
1: That's crazy. Walnut Creek, California. And uh, my sister lives in that area, by the way, Um, if you need a tour guide. So uh, I, I call this phone number. Richard Carlson himself answers the phone This his house. We proceed to have a, a, a two and a half hour conversation, kind of like we were having outside yeah. Yeah, yeah. before. I am just in heaven with this conversation. I am learning, I am speaking, he is listening to me, he's giving me credit, he thinks I know stuff, he's interested in what I have to say, the opposite of the sports psychologist I had seen a month earlier. At the end of this conversation, I say to Richard, I want to come out and work with you. What do I got to do to come out and work with you? Um, he says, well, we can't do it now. I have a, I'm having a book tour now because I just came out with my second Don't Sweat the Small Stuff book or whatever. I don't know. And um, I have a book tour, but I'll, I'll do you one better. I'll set you up with the man who taught me. Like, okay, who's that? So he says to me, well, his name is George Pransky and he, he runs a, a consulting uh, practice, a counseling and consulting practice in LaConnor, Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna call George, um, he, and George loves sports, by the way, Garrett, so he's gonna love you, okay? And uh, I'm gonna call George and I'm gonna see if I can get you to go spend the week with George he says, when can you do it? I said, now, 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 now. Three weeks later, I'm in LaConnor, Washington. And and i with George Pransky. And uh, um, I'm learning, I'm learning a a deep dive into what Richard was writing about. And basically what what I learned then, very simplistic, was the circumstances of the so-called outer world are not what's driving the inner. That's basically what that book was saying. Don't sweat the small stuff, because that's all small stuff. Mm-hmm. George taught me that the circumstances, the events, the outer world does not drive your feeling state or your state of mind. Now, these are the words George used, and I used them originally. I don't really anymore, as you can probably tell from our conversation before. That was the aha moment. I had been led to believe that it was my upbringing or my life that was bringing me down or it was the referee's call that was driving me. George showed me that that was not true. It's an inner thing not coming from them. This was earth shattering for me at the time.
0: So it wasn't programs and patterns, it was all coming
1: from within? It, It was all coming from within. So it, it got a little deeper towards the end of the week where the, there was no outside when, but George kind of left that one out there like a, you know, like what do I do with this one George, now you come back in two weeks okay George, thanks, great Now we're... anyway, because you know, the, the, the outside cannot, I remember he said the outside cannot help you, the outside cannot hurt you because there is no outside and then it really started to take off and I realized that as I said to you right now we are experiencing the inside of consciousness so all of this, all of this is happening within the mind you may say, within our minds, within consciousness, there is no outside of this experience, so obviously if there's no outside of this experience, the outside cannot hurt you so stop blaming the outside Garrett, it's not there you're going to go around and around and around and around, revolving door of therapy, whatever, self-help books, whatever, motivational speakers, and you're looking in the wrong place. Go inside. Go back in. And um, that's that's how it all all came crashing down. And then picking up the pieces since. <laughs> it's since, really interesting. Yeah.
0: So do yeah. you? So. When people talk about inner child work and things like that, do you believe that something we need to do or no? If you, no. Okay, so <laughs> let's, let's dig into it. Why not? Yeah. So because there's a lot of people talk about you know patterns that um, so around our parents, for example, they have habits. Mm-hmm. Monkey see, monkey do. Yeah, we I, pick, I do that. We pick I them up. Do. Yeah. And so that can be frustrations, that can be certain reactions, certain words they use, it can be maybe jealousy, it can be maybe, you know, I don't know, being aloof, whatever it is. And then there's people that say, inner child, you know, your inner child that wasn't seen, um, you need to do the work on on that. And once you do the work on your inner child, then you'll start to understand yourself better and you can can maybe not feel like you're not enough or not react in certain situations.
1: I'm not, I'm not, I, 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 um, you asked me if that was for me, in, in different words, but and, and I would say no. It's not something that I would recommend or okay. I would do. I'm not. I'm not. Um, yeah. I, I, I think there are some people that appear to be doing um, yeoman's work with people and helping people in this respect. I, I'm, I'm just not one of them. Okay. Um, so I, I wasn't I,
0: bringing it up to disparage you. I was just no, no, no. I, it's fine. No,
1: I just just people. No, I wanted people just to
0: just to bring it up so because yeah, people uh, might have said. Or what about this? I just want to. Well, be- they,
1: oh no, they will. Yeah, now, now I'm, but I'm going to give you the what about this? I, I think that at its core, we can achieve what that work ultimately achieves. Now, I want to be clear. I'm not. Rec- I'm not. I'm not a therapist. Um, but if I was, I would. What I would say is, we could uh, achieve what they're trying to achieve in a much simpler, more direct, and true manner, which I'm going to try to sum up in very few words right now. I think at its core, what that work ultimately teaches us is that these, let me say it a different way, trauma, which they're trying to resolve, is commonly taught that it is the result of this event. I'm gonna contend that trauma is not the result of the event. It's the result of the misunderstanding that the event can bring us down or harm us or dent us or damage us in the first place. So it's, and I think that's ultimately where people who do trauma work get people who do it so-called successfully, what they ultimately realize is, okay, my parents did this to me, this abuser did this to me, the, the world did this to me, whatever, okay, and, and I would never deny anyone's experience ever, 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 ever. That happened, so to speak, but, w- but what I am saying is ultimately realize that in spite of that, they are whole. That didn't truly damage them and that's what trauma work ultimately brings you to but I don't but they do it in a way they, they, they take it's like putting your hand in a fire pulling it out and say okay I want this hand to heal let's put it back in the fire that's what they do that's not logical to me rather I think we can really understand pretty simply that the true self cannot be damaged by An event that happens within it within us it's like saying okay I am the sea and I've got this violent whirlpool and this violent whirlpool is gonna do what to me nothing it's gonna just stir around stir around and it's gonna dissolve and nothing it did nothing because why because the whirlpool is made of the sea Right. So once you come to realize that all these events, remember, I so said we're looking at the inside of our own minds, all these events happen within us and are thus made of us also, it then becomes very clear that the true self, that in which all these things are happening, cannot be damaged by that event.
0: So people, well, okay, so if you go through something and people have trauma, from that, is that because of their perspective and not understanding
1: their true self? That's yes. And it's not, and, and and I'm not blaming or no, no, criticizing no, no, people no, no. for no, that. No, we're
0: not talk this stuff, guys. This is like, yeah. it's like the same uh, thing. Yes, I don't but blame the the, for answer, the answer the
1: yeah, answer is yes. Yeah. There is a, they, they have been trained out of their true nature, which right. we all have. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, all yeah. have. Okay. Yeah. So so uh, my my dog, I, I, I could I could step on my dog's tail by accident, and she'll squeal. she'll still love you it's even more interesting than that yes that's true but i'll jump on the floor freaking out that she's squealing and she'll look at me like "Uh, what are you doing i'm good now pain obviously arose from this trauma so to speak pain of from stepping on her tail no suffering whatsoever why because she hasn't been trained that into this limited lacking body she understands this is a metaphor, mm-hmm. that the, that the that pain arises within consciousness, thus it is not the body, consciousness, thus it is made of consciousness too. And once it's understood that it's made of consciousness too, it's gone right back from where it came. No suffering, no mm-hmm. suffering it's a whatsoever. a completely different way
0: of, of looking at things. It's like having to untrain ourselves. I, was, I mentioned to you before when we were downstairs about it's a little bit stoic in terms of all you can control is yourself, not the environment, but that is still like a separation between you and the environment. Whereas no, that's, that's, whereas what we're talking about here is we're all so for my thing would be, okay, if it's all consciousness and we're and you know that
1: Oh it's it's oh it's I know it's you like, saying. That's the only thing I know okay, is true. Okay, okay. It's yeah, all so consciousness. it is
0: all consciousness. It's all, is all just consciousness. using a
1: word. We're yeah, using yeah, a word. It could just, be a different word.
0: I'm, I'm just saying like <laughs> You're correct. It's, it's all consciousness. Well, I'm no, not. I'm no, not correct. If, no, What I mean is, no, just, just for the, just for what we're talking about. Is I'm in just terms of, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no. That's in good. terms of saying, what i saying, if it's all consciousness, I'll say, okay, I'm with you. It's all consciousness. You have got the sea, and you got the, and you got the whirlpool. Whirlpool. What? What are we trying to like? What? Why? Why am I getting the whirlpool? Like, why am I getting these events? What? Am I, is is that something for me to learn from, or, or like, what is the at why would consciousness hurt itself, or why would this, these things happen? Does that, does, that, does that make sense?
1: Okay, so if I give you, I've give, yes, well, yes or no. If I give you an answer to a why question, yep. I am going to be not telling the truth right. because any any why question mm-hmm. throws us in the world of duality, in the illusion. You need separation for something to cause something else. Now right. we're into science, not truth. Because the truth is, there is no duality. No we are either. one being. All things are made of consciousness. It's all consciousness. We are consciousness. However, however, I think it's somewhat fair to come off that perch of purity and answer the question. Because it's interesting, and it's fun, and it sometimes leads to cool discussions and can actually help people. So I, I think that you're kind of right. I think, I think that, that these whirlpools arise um, to bring us closer to ourself, to, to, the, to the knowing of self. Not to extinguish them, not to fight them or resist them, to to wake up to the nature of self. And it, it's an amazing experience to realize that, wait a second, this crappy feeling that's arising within me, it can't arise in anywhere else, so now, we kind of got two choices here. We can try to fix the feeling, or we can really get to know the nature of me. Because if we get to know the nature of me, the true self, consciousness, it will then become obvious that that crappy, so-called crappy feeling, that's made of consciousness too. It can't jump outside of consciousness. It can't come. A feeling can't come from outside of consciousness and come into consciousness. Everything happens within the so-called universe or consciousness. So if that feeling can only arise within me, it must be made of me. Now, what am I going to do with that feeling? It's like, try to kick it out, try to defeat it, try to cope with it? It's me. And there's something amazingly powerful when um, that is seen for what it is. So yes, I think that these whirlpools arise these advanced circumstances arise to bring us closer to the nature of self, to bring us closer to consciousness, bring us back home. So the last, which is what I think is happening in the world right now.
0: have to say, so the last two years, yeah. that's uh, it's a the reckoning. The un- universe saying,
1: get, get your shit together. Yeah, we need yeah. to sharpen up. Get your shit together. Yeah, it's a reckoning, hundred yeah. percent. In my new book, in the second to last section, was and this book was written before the so-called pandemic. So your new book is called? True Self. True Self. And I, I, I'm not here pitching it, but no, no, this, no. Book, this book was written before the pandemic, mm-hmm. and in this se- second to last section, so it's a, a three-chapter book um, with a lot of sections in each chapter, and the, in the second to last section of the book, the last hard-hitting section, the last section is not as hard-hitting, it's kind of, you know, thanks for reading kind of thing. This is a hard-hitting section. I say that there's going to be a reckoning, and we are going to, if we don't wake up to the nature of self, who we are, our shared being, one of two things is going to happen. No, well, one thing is definitely going to happen. This, this lie that we are a bunch of separate entities, that you exist at a distance from me, not within, That's going. All lies have a shelf life. so That's gonna go. So then the question remains, does the human race go with it? Or do we go on without the materialistic lie? That's the question. And and as you just think of the world right now, you can say, wow, that's right. It's either gonna blow up and we're gonna, it's all gonna go, no more lie. Or we're going to wake up to it, the reckoning, and we're going to go on and live in harmony. That is what's happening. Unquestionably, in my mind, that's what's up.
0: And do you think there could be a split where quarter, half of the world wake up and, and go on, or um, the other half don't because of what's been going on? Um,
1: I think no. I think I think, I think, I think, I think, I um, think... I think no. I think, that, I think that if we don't realize that we are a shared being, this world's going to go. We I wanna, wait, wait, let me just say this about that, Right, because the name of this section is actually, We Will Survive. Because in either scenario, this is going to sound crazy to, to many people, but we're going to be okay. In either scenario, we are not the limited, lacking self we've been taught to be. Mm -hmm. We are gonna be just fine. This I know in my heart. There's no extinguishing who we truly are. We will survive. The question is, will the human race as we know it survive? That's the question. The lie is gonna go, all lies go. The lie is going to go, but will the human race, as we know it, survive? That's the question.
0: Yeah, because you, what you said, well, because we're not a, a human entity having a spiritual experience, or a spiritual entity having a human experience. It's right? we're even, it's even more poignant that? than that.
1: Yeah, yeah, we're, we're 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 a spiritual entity. We are spirit. We are God. Consciousness having a consciousness experience, and we've been taught we're having a human experience. There is no human experience. One There's more time, no such say it one more time. thing. We, we are not spirit having a human experience. We okay. we are spirit having a spirit experience. Spirit if spirit is spirit, it can only have a spirit experience. It can't get split. So we this is very common in spirituality. Material, New age. Being
0: the material world.
1: No. no. Okay. No. We are never in the world as what we're taught. We're always in the world, not of the world. in the world. But not of the world. We are always in the world. This is what Jesus said. He said, be in the world. He was reminding us that we are in the world, but never of the world. We are not an object. We are not a human. So so sometimes people say to me, okay, man, this is great. I am consciousness. Awesome. What do I do with this? I'm saying, go jump into the game. Go jump into the matrix. Go jump into the illusion as the true self that's what you do with it that's freedom that's the practical nature of understanding the nature of self this is why the performers the athletes tend to play better when they understand who they are they're free they don't even just playing yeah it's a game so so the practical by the way any any advice in my opinion that holds you in the perspective that you are ever the body that's impractical Mm. it's not true that's impractical we couldn't be
0: because you say old souls, new souls, past lives, or whatever we've had, um, you know, that you're only here for a limited time. Or, you know, our human experience. I said to you before downstairs about how Paul Jack mentioned, you know, we're here in this 3D reality to, to teach us the lessons because yeah. we would learn faster.
1: And I said there was some, and I, what I said, there's some relevance to that or yeah, something yeah, to that effect. Yeah, I don't. I think it's a. I think it's a, a, a more of a metaphor type of thing than the truth type no, 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 thing. Yeah, and I think he, he knows that. Yeah, I think no, he, he he's trying saying. to put words to it. We yeah. always, you know, the, saying, yeah, he's trying, he's we're, we're him putting, him putting to words to, to something that is not. And the minute we put words to it, we're bastardizing it. That's just a fact. Yeah, yeah. We're just doing the best we can. As he and he's, he does a great job of it. But but yeah, we're just putting words to it. Um, and I think I think the difference between um, when you when you read this book, you'll see. In, in the work that I do is um, I cut out the middleman completely. Like the idea that um, God uses us so it can know a world. Consciousness uses the body so it can know a world because it can't know the world. To me, is, 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 is not logical. We are consciousness. I am having this experience from the perspective of consciousness right now. And I, can, and I that's the most obvious thing to me in the world. That's why I cannot see myself have this experience. I am consciousness. I am, even this hand, this is a hand that's arising within consciousness. I can't even, to say that this is my hand is kind of strange. I could. I could play the game. That's in the matrix. But I would say at this stage of the game that I know for certain that my experience is telling me I'm having this conversation from the perspective of the whole, not a limited, lacking, separate entity. That's, when when that's people do
0: um, plant medicines, etc., that's exactly the, they they that, can see the exactly, breathing, right. or they can see the. That's exactly is what
1: that 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 uh, um, ayahuasca and the like is giving them a window into that perspective. It can't it can't teach them about the nature of consciousness, so that we can't. I can't have this terrific discussion like we're having or we had before, but it can give you a glimpse of the true perspective. So I ask in this book, right in the first chapter of the introduction, okay, who's having this experience? Is it this limited, lacking, separate entity you're taught? Or is it something that no one wants to talk about?
0: Do you think we've met before in a different life? You in- um, because uh, some spiritual teachers talk about how I, you don't bump into anyone who you haven't you know
1: i think I think the experience of meeting someone before or being somewhere before deja vu or whatever um is 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 the unveiling of consciousness mm. and it is the and, and and it's all now so so that so that true so time falls away too so no time it's all now so we we these weird things start to happen, like these events collide. So then we come out of it and we're like, oh, was I here before? Did I know you before? But in truth, it was a momentary glimpse into the true self. Consciousness evaporated in the moment. And we're now, and then it, and then if the veil comes back and we're trying to grasp what, what just happened, what just happened. So we describe that as deja vu or past lives. All these lives, in truth, all these lives, past or otherwise, are happening within us, known by us, made of us, consciousness.
0: It's interesting you say this. Only now, there's a book out there called um, "Happy Pocket Full of Money." I don't know if you've heard of it. It's very talks about the stuff we're talking about here. But he said because people talk about the past, the future, but he said imagine a football pitch, or maybe imagine this this phone, for example. And you're born here, and your life ends, your physical human life ends here. It says like, if now, for example, you, you go through it here, but if you moved the camera just to this part of your life, that would be now, mm. and that would be now. But you go through it in stages, but it's only in terms of, it's a hard way to explain. Well, oh, he's trying to explain yeah, the yeah. fact that, yeah.
1: that, that time, I talk about this in True Self also, time is, a, is a just an absolute concept. There, there's no, no one has because ever- Because we get true.
0: older, and, you know,
1: we, we, we see it as like... Time. Although there's no proof that... See, there's things like there's no... We get older, but again, that's just, again, a condition belief. I would contend that we don't even have evidence that that's happening. So if
0: you see pictures of yourself when you're younger...
1: I see pictures of this, this guy mm-hmm. younger, and then I see... It, so you're saying that person there is not p- the same
0: person you are now?
1: I'm saying I'm not a person now. I'm saying these pictures that, I'm, that, you're, that I may see are are images, uh, modulations, vibrations that are arising within me consciousness. That's what I'm saying. So if I see, so it's like a, a time-lapse camera on a plant that's growing, right? That's supposedly proving that the plant's growing, mm-hmm. but we have no, that's, we're sharing a, a, we're experiencing a movie. We have, no one's ever seen a plant grow. No one's ever experienced it. I want to stick with experience. No one's experienced a plant growing. Okay.
0: So the fact that the plant was maybe that high and then later on it's that high. I'm, I'm because we haven't experienced the actual growth, is that what you were saying? I've never
1: seen that. Yeah, I've never right, seen it. Right, I see, I see what you're saying. It
0: makes sense. So for people out there, what can they do with this one, one oneness or this, once you understand? Before we were talking downstairs to Danny, he was talking about how, you know, since he's, he's, he's done this work, that now his wife might go out and have an experience where. Happens to me, like whoever, he, his day is very peaceful, very joyful, etc. But sometimes, yeah, you know, his wife might go out and she might get cut up or frustrated at certain
1: things. Well, she's pretty good, but uh, he, uh, that's just yeah. an example no, no, of no, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Just, I'm just talking yeah.
0: about, so, like, how, how would people internalize or, like, experience that? Like, what allows him to walk through life like that? How, this knowing? Like, what, what is it that allows people to do that?
1: I think, I think, um, I, I, this is gonna not, probably not come out quite right. I don't, I don't think it, we gotta worry about that. Like, in other words, Danny, and we're talking about Danny Cipriani here. Yeah, so, yeah. so Danny, it's fine. Danny, Danny um, is a, uh, Danny shares our being. Mm-hmm. Danny is a, um, image that arises within our being, my being, if you want to say. And he's made, by, made of me, love. And and, it's a, and and I experience him as a terrific dude and who's on a cool journey, a great athlete, <laughs> and, but now on a cooler journey, and that's it that's it I, I don't really look any deeper into okay why is he so chill right now
0: well for, yeah we're about to say removing him I was just using him as the story he told really so it's more the fact that you know his his state is he walks out and he said you know he's just peace and love and he's got a really, and everything comes to him because he's in that state internally whereas his wife not there, there yet he said, um, has a bit of different experience like what what is it that's allowing him to do that. What is that? Consciously, him thinking that like everything is going to be. I
1: can't know his experience, buddy. So, oh, so, for, so, for, so for I yourself or for yourself, Oh, for, for, for myself, I think that um, I, I would say that um, the, the self exploration when self exploration became the priority, and by that I mean just the journey back home, the journey inward, the journey back to who I truly am. Mm-hmm. When that became the priority. Um, my experience doesn't exactly line up with how you describe Danny. It doesn't, that's okay, Okay. by the way. So my experience was one of some, and still is, some of some amazing um, uh, tumult. Um, um, My experiences of of, uh, the ego, which is just the residue of the belief that I am a separate entity, the ego doing everything in its power to pull me back, towards my deficiencies and my uh, incompleteness um, and me trying to turn away from it and this push and pull. And this can be incredibly uh, cumbersome and, um, yeah, t- tumult is how I describe it. it- it's, 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 it's difficult. Difficult. Challenger. Challenging. Um, it's taken. It, it takes me to, to places where I sometimes want to be by myself um, and uh, go for a walk or, or just not see anyone, including my, my wife, those are, um, my children, um, uh, my friends. So, um, however, however, I wouldn't trade it for the world. Um, it it is. Um, That's what we're here for. Yeah, it's so obvious to me that um, I can handle it. And and you can, too. And um, I feel blessed to even have to be talking about this. I I feel like um, I don't even know where it came from. If you you knew my background, it doesn't make any sense that I'm talking about this. Um, But um, so it's not easy. Um, But I I do think that, uh, I think I said to you earlier, I said, the more I get to know myself, the more I, I recognize myself as consciousness. I, I treat all things in that in kind um, Actually, more. That's part of you. I don't find myself um, to the same degree. I'm not perfect. Um, behaving in a way that I would I would describe. This is a materialistic word. I would describe as immoral. I, don't, I, I do not find myself behaving that way um, anymore, deceitful. Um, I'm not perfect by any means, but it's, it's on the right, in the right direction. Now, again, I want to be clear, but I don't think anyone should explore what we're talking about for that purpose. I, I think the reason that we explore the self is because we're interested in it. Because we can't not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if you're, if something else is more interesting to someone, they should do that, and it's just fine. But um, it's, it's a. Uh, I, I think ultimately everyone's going to have to uh, pay the piper in this respect, as you say, in this life or next.
0: Well, see, yeah, what you said there about consciousness and then ego. It's interesting. My spiritual teachings that I've had as well. I was talking about how. Ego is, when you take to do make decisions or actions based on ego, they generally end in, well, um, it's destructive, basically. It can cause, yeah, it's destructive, but when you come from consciousness, it brings things together. It's that love base. So, for example, if someone knocks past you in the hallway, consciousness is just like, okay, whatever, you know. Ego's like, why what are we doing that for? It's it's caused the friction. Ego always causes separation, as you said, and the consciousness brings it together.
1: Ego's trying, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Ego, ego is trying to um, to keep, hold us in the lie that we talked about before. Yeah, yeah. It's trying to. It, it, it needs that. To, to it's it's the illusion of ego needs that to subsist. Yeah. Now, one thing that I will say, though, I, I think we have to be careful not exactly to define behaviors. Indicative of consciousness and ego. I think it's a little murky. Like we told, I told a story about downstairs where I didn't want to congratulate the other team, and we lost the game. Yeah. And I think you and Danny thought that was ego. That's not ego. I did. I promised you that was total me being authentic. I, I had. Well, no, no that, that can be authentic yeah, though. That, you can yeah.
0: be. It hasn't got to be because it's different to being like I'm not doing it because of my ego. To being like I just know. It's just not saying I want to do that. It's different. Yeah,
1: ego, um, ego, ego is going to. E- ego is going to. Um, metaphorically speaking, ego is going to do everything in its power to turn us outward, to 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 have us seek, as we said in the beginning of this conversation, have us seek in that world of objects, have us f- seek happiness, love, peace, joy in the world, knowing you cannot find it there, knowing you're on a wild goose chase. Yeah. That's ego. Yeah. So, so we're saying, so we're saying, okay, wait you're suffering you, you, you're, you're seeking in, in where love where it can never be found I want you to i'm going to we're going to turn this way inward inward or we 're going to fold mind into heart we 're going to stay here home now we're not going to there's no step from you to you we 're not going anywhere right here so now I know that this world, this ego, programs us to seek. Right? So in the in the beginning of self-exploration, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna play with the ego a little bit. It's actually, the ego's an easy mark when you know what you're dealing with. So I'm gonna suggest we're gonna seek to know the self. So so I'm gonna give it a little bone here. I'm not going to seek fame, fortune. I'm not going to seek relationship. I'm not going to seek calm even or a clear clear head. Nah, don't need any of that. I want you to seek the knowing of self. So in self-exploration or self-realization, we start out seeking, but soon we surrender. So I know that's going to happen. So I'm going to say, okay, ego, come on. We're going to seek this, not that. Seek this, not that. Stay here. Seek the knowing of self. Who are you? Who the fuck are you? The fundamental question. Let's go to the fundamental question. Why are we, why are we not starting at the fundamental question? Why are we starting in science? <laughs> why? Well, it's not logic.
0: There's a few reasons for that, but uh, might lot have them are financial. ego. ego and financial. So who, who, are, who are you? Yeah.
1: Consciousness. That's the, that's the word. I use, there's, there's a reason I use the word consciousness. The, okay. the, the reason I use the word, I'm not the only one. I can't speak for their reasons, I don't think, but I can tell you the reason I think I use the word, or I, it logical to me to use the word consciousness is, have you ever not been conscious? No. All
0: right.
1: There you go. Now to be fair, some will say, I've been under anesthesia, yeah. or in deep sleep, or I got knocked out in the rugby game. Okay, but but that's not that that's the so another word for consciousness would be awareness. So uh, deep sleep or anesthesia being under anesthesia is not the absence of awareness; it's the awareness of absence. So I always say to people, "Okay, you were knocked out during the during rugby, the rugby match." Who knew you were knocked out? What knew you were knocked out? Consciousness, you. You. We have never not been conscious. Now there are some crazy ramifications of that statement. The most poignant one, or two, two most poignant things. If you have never not been conscious, that means you have never not been here. That means you have never been born that means you will never die. Right. And if you look at that, as crazy as it sounds, no one has had the experience of being born.
0: So this is why they talk about in different cultures, Native American cultures, Persian, they talk about just leaving the physical body. They don't talk about death. They talk about spirit going.
1: There is no death. No one has ever experienced their own death. We've experienced death.
0: Our ego is what makes you feel, put your stomach, oh, I won't be here. Oh, yeah. But the actual consciousness knows, well, no, I've been here all time. I've long. never
1: been, I've, so I always say to people, I want you to go by your own direct experience. You're going by belief. Your direct experience says you have never been born, you will never die, and, that, and people are gonna think that's nuts. Yeah, yeah. But if you they look at their experience, they cannot say I'm not. It's not accurate. Nice. They just can't. They cannot say it. I, I was having this conversation um, with someone walking up my hill. That's what I was talking about, and um, hit my street back home uh, two days ago. And um, she came back from seeing a sick friend who was afraid of dying and afraid of her kids not having a mother. And. Um, and it's very scary i mean it's a, it's this is not a joke this is uh, you know but we got into a very uh, consciousness based conversation about it and the fact of the matter is if we look at experience our experience would tell us that if we were to die then the world would die with us because yeah. we've it all, it all goes. It all goes. So, yeah. so, so we, we're basing this fear on something that is a, even if-
0: it's, it's the death of this, or it's considered this life or this body and these people we know. And that's, no, but in that's what people are
1: fearing. Yes, but the, 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 they have experienced people dying and they've gone on to live.
0: But also, they might be thinking, oh, I've just met, you know, Garrett. I can't wait to have a, a more relationship with him and whatever and, and dive into this even more. And then, oh, what happens if I die? Then I get to do it. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what I mean? But, right but
1: my that. experience is I can't know you. I can't know my children, my wife, my friends. I can't. Without me, there's my experience says there is no them. Oh, no, Only yeah. belief in what we're taught says if I die, they go on. Yeah. Now, again, I want to be clear. We have, My father died recently. I went on. But that's an experience within me. I've never experienced that my, the my, the death of this of myself. Now I'm I'm not suggesting I'm right about this. I'm suggesting if we look at experience, the, what I am describing here is, in my, at least in my opinion, more accurate than the common model. But there you go. That's basically what we do. We go against the common model. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, no, and it's like the results you get with people. It's it's mind blowing, and it's something that, you know, it's because of what we've being conditioned or programmed to believe, it's it's sometimes even when you know, it's like, sometimes, even when you know, it's not rational to think that way. I I truly believe this as well, even when people know or have a feeling that this way is right, their conditioning, for, for another example would be, they haven't, uh, they haven't got like a problem or like they never because I just uh, Peter Grant talks about this. He said I don't I don't um, I don't solve problems. I dissolve them. And when people talk- he talks about like when sure. there's no but but people are so used to having a, a problem or something to worry about that when they when they break in their head, oh, it's actually nothing to worry about. It feels foreign to them not having it. So it's it they're so used to having that feeling that that's. What they go back
1: to? Does that make sense? Cause it oh, absolutely. I, I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, pr- pr- problem solving is the wrong, and he's suggesting this, is the wrong way around. Yeah. Once, once you get to know the nature of that in which the problem arises, the problem will dissolve. This yeah. is what he, Bolshev, yeah, was yeah, alluding yeah. to. Once you get to know that I am whole in spite of these events, that happen arise within me. Nothing can harm me hmm. and it's like, wow. oh, what happened to this problem?
0: Yeah, but it's like, I'm so used to feeling like there is an issue. What do I do with that now? What do I... And, so, and it's right, like it you can move into that space. Right. Well, pr- problem solving is big business. Yeah, it is. It's huge. So this is... Because um, I want... I just want to touch on a, a couple of uh, just things that you've, you've been working on as well. Oh, okay. Um, hmm. but this conversation is I can just keep on going. Again. Yeah, we could go for Yeah, it. yeah, it's, forever. It's, so for, it's So, so much fun. Yes, for for, your, for people out there that want to dive deeper into this, your, your book's called One More Time?
1: Uh, True Self, Notes on the Essence of Being, cool. um, and it was censored a little bit based on the things we talked about earlier, but the, so we printed it in very limited uh, quantities, first edition, the second edition, um, is going to be available um, the week, what's today, third, the week of November, is that 6th? Is that, the, is that Monday? 6th? See. November 6th. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the week. It's going to be available that week.
0: And your website, you can find it
1: on there? Uh, yeah, it's going to be difficult right now because we're creating a new website, okay. which isn't out yet, just for the book only. Do you not
0: know the name of what that site's going to be called?
1: I don't know yet. No. I'm right, sorry. Okay. It was, I didn't even know the book was going to be on its way until yesterday. That's right. And I was like, oh my gosh, here we go. And
0: it's just going to allow people to dive in, into it deeper because I think it's once you're breaking down that paradigm and it's something you have to keep on going back to because you're so used to thinking in a certain way I want people to even for an instant to feel that and be like oh actually this is what it feels like and then it's like trying to return to that as much as possible and then finally it becomes you know that because you are going to have you know things crop up programs programming conditioning that comes up brings you back into that old state
1: yeah and 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 the book is written where it, you can easily achieve that, so it's the, the sections within the chapters are relatively short, So by design, right. because I cannot keep you in this mind, you know what, for too long, so yeah, I yeah. kind of get you in it, and then pause, and then hit you with a, a short one, and then, so it, it, there is an, uh, an arc to that process, and then at at the end of each chapter, there is uh, questions and answers that I have received over the years, either during talks I've given, talks like podcasts like this, people have written to me, so, and those that Q&A will, corresponds to the chapter in front of it, so then, so it's kind of sp- explained in two different ways, via these sh- sections, and then via the Q&A, uh, so it's, it's designed to kind of Uh, hit you twice and then it's actually a third time at the back of the book uh, i have a list of what i call reflections which is a a, like 20 pages of quotations that sum up the stuff we've read in the book so it's kind of three times
0: what's the hardest question you've ever been asked the hardest question is the one that sticks out
1: Um, no I, i gotta tell you buddy i don't No. No, I mean, I, 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 I've been asked questions like, that I can't answer, like the, those "why" questions. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know, I, I just it just occurred to me what it is because it's a why, it's a why question. And um, working through this, and I, this is in the book. Um, working through this "why" question was very hard to do. And, and I, as soon as I say it, it's going to make sense to you. And the question is why. Does God allow suffering? That's the doozy. So I've heard
0: a few answers to this, and it, obviously in the Bible it says God, you know, makes the light, makes the dark, I make all these things, you know, the good, the evil, and it's about Him having an experience. Talking about how like, He experiences everything, the good, he, he, um, Paul Jack, someone who said he, he said once that he was on. He was listening to a spiritual teacher talk and someone asked that question and the spiritual teacher said, okay. He said, do you like movies? And the guy said, yeah. He said, okay. He said, do you like um, movies with a bit of sex in them? He said, yeah. He said, do you like movies with a bit of shooting them shooting up, shooting up? He said, yeah. But people are getting blown up and stuff. He said, yeah. He said, so does God. <laughs> and he was like, okay. So what would you say to that?
1: What would I say He's to in- that, or would I say the answer to the question?
0: Well, both. Do you think?
1: Let me give you the answer to the question, then it'll be obvious what okay. I would say to that. Now, I'm gonna, any, this is going to get people are not going to, there's going to be people that are not going to like this answer. Okay. I, I'm going I'm to say it right off the bat. That's right. And it took me a while to get to this answer, and it's going to be short, and it's not going to be sweet. The answer to the question of why does God allow suffering is God does not know suffering right. God does not know God knows God God sees all things as love consciousness knows consciousness love knows love God knows God God can only see itself God does not know suffering it is the, uh, the lie it is the ego that lives in suffering.
0: So someone's been in a car crash and a wheelchair bound for mm-hmm. life.
1: I hate it. It bothers me so much. I, mm. I can get emotional, even grieving for that person, but mm. that's, that's a separate self doing that. God does not know. God does not know that as suffering. God knows that as love. As, I, this is why people are going to get mad at me. No,
0: I'm just trying to understand. Because,
1: because God knows all things as itself. And this is what we know when we, when the veil lifts, when we are home. All things are love. All things make sense. All things come clear. Even these so-called horrific events that we've been programmed to mean a horrendous—again, people are not going to like that. I don't even like saying it, but but it's accurate. I think it needs to be said. God does not know suffering.
0: Okay, interesting
1: the separate self, the ego, no suffering.
0: Okay, because if, okay, it's only, having, it's only suffering because it doesn't want to be in that situation.
1: It's taught that it's bad, yeah. we're taught that it's bad. We're, we're, it's all programming, it's all, it's all the veil, it's, the, it's veiling God, it's, it's not truth. It's God, consciousness sees all things as itself, hmm. that's, that's love. That's love. It's mm. interesting. When 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 the veil lifts and and you're with your girlfriend or I'm with my wife. There, I see I see love. This is God seeing God. This is intimacy, true intimacy. The absence of the personal. Pure intimacy, love. There is no separation. There is one being. We see all things as ourself.
0: It's interesting, yeah, and it's.
1: You, you know. It's a rough one.
0: Well, no, it's just...
1: That takes more courage to say that than the pandemic, Well, I'm not saying no, opinion, people will, yeah, yeah but, but we're here to... You, you wouldn't... I, uh, it's... Yeah, people have really gone crazy over that. But I, I, have, I can't... I, it took me a long time to come, come out with that one. It, it really was. I just think we have got to look at this and be able to bring ourselves to see it because it's there. It's right in front of us. God can only know itself. The veil is not God. When the veil is in place, that's God seeing through a veil. So that's the veil truth. was created by... It's, it's, it's a more of a metaphor. It's all God, even the veil is God, but it's more of a metaphor to try to put, make some sense of this. Remember he said, we can't really, as soon as we put words to it, we bastardize it.
0: It's interesting. And it's a journey everyone's mm-hmm. sort of uh, going on. And so for people listening, to this, what's the, the first thing, or what's the simple step they can take to
1: try to? Um, I, is, is again as crazy as it may sound, um, and this is an exercise, um, but an exercise uh, exercise that keeps us inward, so to speak. Go throughout the day, and and even if you have to pretend because. Do you think it's too weird? Go back and forth. I am seeing the world from the perspective of a separate self, what I was what I always think I do, you know. I'm seeing the world from the perspective of Garrett. And then shift. I am seeing the world from the perspective of the whole consciousness. So, in other words, I am a speck in the universe, and I am looking. Outward, and I'm seeing all the gazillion other specks in this great big universe. Just saying that makes me nervous. Okay, so I'm a speck of the universe, and I'm, I'm seeing all of these other specks. Or I am the universe, and all these specks are arising and dissolving within me. Mm-hmm. Only one of those perspectives can be true. They both cannot be true. 99.9% of people would say it's the first one. Um, the spec. I'm saying it's the second one. Play with it. See where you come out.
0: So, like Rumi, you're not an ocean. You're not a drop in the ocean. You're an ocean in a drop.
1: Kind of. I don't even think you're an ocean or a drop. I think you're just a plain old ocean, and all the drops are in you. Got you. But that's okay. But yeah, just go back and forth. Play with those. I think you'll, you'll blow your mind, and I think that also with that notice your, this is called uh, disposition, your feeling state when you do that, when you go from I am the speck within the universe and all this is outside of me to I am in the universe and all this is within me, made of me. Now, in my, uh, in my, uh, in my 61 years so to speak, um, the truth never made anyone feel queasy. Okay. So which one makes you feel queasy
0: that's awesome I think that's a good place to, uh, to wrap it up, up so where uh, just the people out there the website is
1: just myname.com Garrett has uh, two R's and one T not two T's but if you put it two, actually if you put it with two T's it'll still get to the website because I knew people are going to do that um, but that website is going to morph uh, maybe into a new website but we'll see that, that website's in the process of being dismantled but yeah, that's in, okay
0: anywhere else they can find you?
1: Uh, Twitter, Instagram. Facebook, Instagram, yeah. Instagram is is my name with the numbers, one nine nine one seven. Those are my kids' college jersey numbers, nineteen nine seventeen, because my first account was uh, deleted by some so dangerous. Yeah, yeah,
0: oh, mate. that's an absolute pleasure. Thanks, mate. It's been Thank great.
1: Thank you much. Thanks, mate.